This is Learn From Others, where we interview a cross-section of successful individuals so you can learn from their experiences, achievements, and even their mistakes. We ask four questions that will educate and inspire. Greg Stanley will be your guide as we join our guests on a journey from adolescent daydreaming to success in today's world. Join us on this adventure as we learn from others together. Welcome to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. I'm very excited to introduce our special guest, Dr. Joanne Connolly. Dr. Joanne, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Greg. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Well, before we find out what you're actually doing today, if you would, could you tell me, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a veterinarian. I wanted to be a journalist, a writer, and I wanted to save the world all at once. Very aspirational for a little kid. That's really awesome. <laughs> well, what was what was one of your favorite subjects or hobbies while in school? Biology. Uh, I love to learn about nature and the bodies, the, the human bodies, but mostly animal bodies and how different they all are. I'm always fascinated by what Mother Nature has created. It's so it's so diverse, you know. Um, amazing. I'm still amazed. <laughs> Yeah, now when I took biology, I had to dissect an earthworm. Did you have to do something like that? No, we had a, a, a the eye of a cow that we and a frog also, if I remember. Oh yeah. wow! Oh yeah, I did the frog too. I think I graduated to the frog after the earthworm or something like that. <laughs> wow! What was your first job where you earned a paycheck and felt like you had some responsibility? My most meaningful summer job was uh, working for a wildlife center. I grew up uh, in the boonies of northern Canada, so lots of forests, lots of wildlife, and uh, I was blessed with working in this wildlife refuge for two summers. That was amazing. Wow, that's amazing. Just to think about northern boonies Canada, that's really amazing. So you must have been surrounded by some amazing wildlife while you grew up. Yes, very cold, um, you know, winter most of the time, but yes, uh, lots of bears and Lynx, we a lot of lots of moose also I'm trying to think you know lots of owls at the refuge that we would take care of more and more bald eagles also show up so uh, amazing creatures I could spend my all my days just watching them be um, and learn from them that's amazing well if you would and this leads perfectly in what we're talking about today what do you do today well today I am a veterinarian I am uh, I am a, a writer. I wrote a, a first book, and I'm still working on saving the world, so I'm on track. <laughs> You're one of the few guests I've had that what they wanted to be when they were a little kid, they actually grew up to be. I think you're like the second or third out of 90 guests, so that's pretty rare. If you would, tell us what's your typical work week like and your responsibilities as a vet. So right now, I'm uh, well, I'm self-employed. I started uh, an in-home euthanasia and end-of-life service many years ago. Um, I'm at a point right now where I've reached quite a good balance. So I still work at the hospital a couple days a week, and then I work during the weekends at the emergency room, and, and then I do some home visits. So I enjoy kind of going full circle and helping at all levels with different health issues. Right. So you're helping from anywhere from the birth of an animal to the passing of an animal, correct? And everything in between? Yes. Yes, basically. Wow. That's uh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you would, walk us through your career path from that time at the wildlife refuge as a summer job 
to what you're doing today. Like, how'd you get there? Well, one day at the time, working hard and really loving what I do. And I think that's the key. You know, if you can just live, uh, just live your passions and let your heart lead the way. It's not easy. My God, you know, it's been a definitely a tough journey. But when you take it one day at the time, and, and I love biology, so I, I, I love to study hard. So I did all the prerequisites, you know, finished high school, obviously, and took all the harder math and physics and chemistry classes, which physics, oh, God, that's the worst. I, I to me, you know, I, I get bored easily with physics. But I had to, you know, I had a, a lot of good friends and classmates, so we just uh, powered through that. But then after high school, I still had to do to take some more physics classes. But luckily, after a couple years, then uh, I was able to get into vet school, and it became a lot of fun. And vet school for me was four years, but now the program has changed into a five-year program, which is better. Um, it's a tough job. We're learning every day of, of our life, you know, as a veterinarian. So you, you need to learn to, to love learning. Um, so luckily I went into vet school and after I graduated, that was in Montreal, Canada, I had an opportunity. So they offer specialization programs that last one year. And so I applied and I got matched in Michigan. So I came to the United States and I, uh, so I did that one year of internship. And then I could have decided to continue specializing into just like the human doctors do. You can be just an oncologist if you want to focus on cancer care or be an orthopedic surgeon where you just do uh, bone surgeries. So I could have picked a specialization, but my love to save the whole world and take care of everybody has followed me, and um, I wanted to not specialize and just learn about everything. Wow, that had to be a lot of lot of training, a lot of learning, because there's a lot of animals out there. <laughs> yes, again, so I'm still learning today, but it's still fun, and I help. I've rescued a lot of animals, so I have a lot of rabbits at my house that I've I've learned from. Uh, we've had a lot of chickens over the years. Now there's a pig living with us, so I got to learn more about pig medicine <laughs> and cats and dogs, obviously. Well, if you would kind of walk us through, what is your typical work week like? I know you mentioned some of your hours there, working on some of the weekends and stuff but what it, what does it look like are you I, do you never know what's happening when you walk in like it depends on the animals that are coming in there you go um i don't love i don't uh, like routine i love to have it very uh, different i get bored when it's all the same and so my job you have to be extremely uh resilient and just very flexible because you might have a day of appointment scheduled for animals that have small, uh, not small problems, but just long-term or non-emergency problems. And then you have the hit-by-a-car animal that comes in. Uh, this weekend, I had a dog. There is a condition in big dogs that the stomach can twist and it becomes an emergency surgery. Um, this dog just came in and was dying, actively dying. They look really terrible really quickly, so we had to just rush them into surgery. So you never know what's going to happen, and uh, it keeps you uh, it keeps you very entertained. So I have a lot of great coworkers, and the adrenaline is rushing, and you're saving a life, and uh, I feel good about that, you know. But then I also feel good about seeing the new puppy or new kitten that comes in for his first exam and needs his first vaccine, and 
We talk about disease prevention and good diet and deworming them because they often have parasites. And then we do the, we've scheduled the neutering surgery so they can't have babies and it helps prevent diseases also. Oh my God, it's so, it's so different. One day from the next, I just never know what's going to happen. Now I have to ask, what's one of the stranger or rarer animals you've seen pass through your clinic there? I love to save insects. So I have helped uh, praying mantis that did not come to the hospital but was waiting for me at the door when I came home and it and it had its uh, front legs stuck in a spider web and it was just it was just standing there like looking at me and staring at me and I took that tiny little branch that I could find and I separated its front legs and it just went away and went on about her life you know and I, I I thought it was a female I just I don't know, got little female vibes there, but um, I just, you know, that made me so happy because I love when I find insects inside the house, I just, I save them all because saving a life, it just makes my day, you know, and if you can save many lives in one day and uh, they're harmless, you know, they just happen to get stuck in the house and spiders, you know, a lot of people are afraid of them, but uh, they eat bugs, like they're part of the cycle of life, of the web of life, so I encourage everybody to save as many lives as you can. And on the other end, when I, when I find an animal, like an insect that's been already crushed or it's kind of half dead, you know, it's struggling. So I will do the euthanasia for the insects with helping them go to heaven and not let anybody suffer. Well, when I asked that question, I did not think you'd say an insect. So that is very (laughs) unique and different for sure. So it caught me off guard. So as a reminder, you can check out all previous episodes at learnfromothers.org. And if you're a student or an educator, you can search for podcasts by Career Cluster. So, Dr. Joanne, we learned what you wanted to be when you grew up, which was a veterinarian, and that's what you do today. So, looking back, if you could do it all over again, what would you do differently? Not not a whole lot. I don't think I took too many detours. Maybe I would actually just make myself uh, play a little more and not be so hardcore studying and so intense about knowing everything because I'm hard on myself, uh, which is a good quality, but you have to really learn to be balanced. So, I might just play a little more and slow down a little more but um, overall it's it's been a good it's been a good ride um, I've mainly listened to myself you know other people give you advice and sometimes they do make you take some detours yeah that's really really great looking back and knowing you don't have too many changes means you're in the right spot that's meant for you so that's great well let's talk to our student who would like to do what you do what advice would you give them do what you love um, if you want to be a veterinarian you have to love it. Um, you have to learn about it. It's not an easy job. There is a lot of emotional uh, pain that comes with it because we deal with a lot of animals that are suffering. Um, we we have to learn to be good communicator with the families. It, it gets pretty intense, you know, there's no doubt. I mean, when animals have cancer and uh, they're sick and end of life and you need to help them pass on and go to heaven. You definitely, you need to be a very good and strong human being, which is a great goal. Um, so studying hard to know the animal, but also learning from the school of life and to communicating and learning some resilience. Uh, I was a middle child, so really young I learned to be a good mediator. I was always in the middle of everything and um, and it helped me understand everybody's perspective when people have arguments or any differences of opinion. So I see that that has really helped me in my career. So I would encourage you to um, be a well-rounded individual because it's just going to make your job easier. Oh, yeah, that's great advice. Well, 
Are there current projects you're working on that you would like to share? I'm writing a second book um, because animals are the best teachers and uh, they are still just teaching me uh, amazing things, so I have more to share with others. That would be what uh, I'm the most passionate about, although there's been a movie. So this one talks about my making a movie um, (laughs) with some new friends, the new people who have come into my life, and that really appeals to me because animals have shown me a vision. Like, they have a lot of wisdom and I, I see I see how better society could be based on the animal model. I have a lot of ideas how society could be better so a movie would be a great way to try it out you know to build a better world. Right and I know one of the other projects that's an ongoing project is your transition to vegan. Would you like to talk a little bit about that? Yes, well, I I love all animals, so I made that choice of not eating animals quite a few years ago, and it used to be harder. Now, luckily, there is a lot of options out there. There's a lot of great companies that are friendly to the animals, so basically any product, even, so we're talking about food, so not eating animals but not using any dairy products, and we're finding out that dairy products are not healthy for us. They cause a lot of health issues for people, so, um, but again, you can find the best vegan ice cream uh, uh, that exists so there's a lots of ways to get your fix of junk food if you if you might call it that I'm very passionate about living sustainably so when I buy beauty products or soap and different things I make sure that there's no animals no products have been tested on animals um, my ultimate goal is to reach a level of zero weight and that's huge but one little bit at the time again uh, we can do this you know everything happens one day at the time if we just keep putting in the effort so that's why we luckily we live 70 now some people to see 100 so we have time to get all of our dreams to come true so that that's what i encourage everybody to do just follow your passion well you just took us on your career journey and as with most journeys success largely depends on reliable transportation now i'm a huge car enthusiast and we don't know each other but could you tell me, what was your first car? My first car was a Toyota Corolla, named LaToya. LaToya, the Toyota Corolla. <laughs> I'm writing that down. I like that. <laughs> and she's, well, uh, she's taken me through, oh uh, my God, many years of, yeah, I could trust, I could trust her completely. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, what's your dream car if you have one? Uh, I love Tesla. Again, I love our planet, so I do want to have the most eco-friendly car that's out there if it was a flying car also it would be kind of nice um but i'll go for the most eco-friendly car that i can find that's awesome well one great perk to some jobs is a company car so if i had all the money in the world i'd love to buy you a cool company car based on your job and honestly i googled vegan cars so a couple things that came up. The Tesla was one of them. Well, the one I picked for you is one I actually had never heard of, but it's really cool, and I'll send you a picture. It's called the Renault Twizy. Now, what's cool about the Renault Twizy is it's made more or less entirely of plastic, meaning it can be recycled. And then it's one of the only cars that's PETA approved, which is very oh. interesting that they went through that process, as no animal yeah. source materials are in its construction at all. And it's 100% electric. <laughs> oh. Oh my God, how much does it cost? I need it today. You know, the bad part is is it's only legal in Europe. <laughs> you know, I'm open. I might, I might just have to move again. Europe sounds good. Well, thank you so much for taking us on your career journey today. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you or your company? So find me on my website, www.haleysangels.com, and it's H-A-Y-L-E-Y-S-A-N-G-E-L-S.com, and you'll find out all about me. Um, I'm 
on all social, social media platforms, and you can find my book and learn more about who Haley was and what she's done for me. Uh, she was a four-legged friend, that's all I'll tell you, but the book will give you lots of insights, and if you have any questions about anything, anything I can help you with in your life, you can just reach out. It's easy. The world has become so small now. Yes, that is so true. Well, thank you so much for taking us on your career journey today. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. Where will our next adventure take us? Subscribe to find out. If you know of someone who has a cool career story or occupation, contact Greg through Instagram at Greg Stanley LFO. That's G-R-E-G-S-T-A-N-L-E-Y-L-F-O. And we will see you soon as we learn from others together.